Hi, it's me. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Love That For Me podcast. Welcome back to Love That For Me. I think Love That For Me as opposed to the Love That For Me podcast. We're still getting it down, we're still getting it down. But I am so excited to get into today's topic that I'm not even going to intro the episode. We're just going to get straight into it. My nails keep banging off my microphone and it is annoying. But alas, we are here. So today we're talking about friends, besties. We're talking about friends in our 20s specifically. And I feel like your mid to late 20s even. I feel like any time after you leave the era of everyone being in college or everyone being in school and everyone kind of doing the same thing, this is what that applies to because I feel like obviously when you're young, friends are people you grow up with, people in your environment. So people in your school, people in your secondary school, high school, college, you know, your friends are people you see every day. So it's very easy to maintain those relationships. I feel like when you see the same people every day, and especially if you have a group of friends from school or from college, it's really easy to maintain those relationships and make new friends and you have less friendship issues or not even, I don't even think it's that you have less friendship issues. I think you just think of the whole concept of friendship less because you're in a certain time in your life where you're surrounded by people in the same environment as you and everyone's kind of doing the same thing and I think it's just generally easier to maintain the friendships when you're all doing the same thing. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about or I'm talking about friendships after school and after college when everyone starts having their own life, essentially doing their own thing and you see people that you saw every single day or every single week less and less and less and you're not directly involved in their life and maybe you're making new friends and you're trying to find people that have the same thing going on as them or you're trying to find people that are where you are you know as you grow up a lot of people travel they move away from your hometown and the whole friends thing can get a bit more you have to put in more effort right you have to you know, remember to reach out to your friends, to text your friends, to WhatsApp them, to stay in somewhat contact, I guess, with them. Or else you just don't have as much in common and you're not as close and the friendship kind of ends or fizzles out or ceases to exist. Which, I mean, I think everyone has experienced that in your lifetime, that, you know, time where you're not as close to someone as you once were and you know I do think that's normal and it's a part of life that we don't keep the exact same friends all of our lives and we meet new people and we get closer to certain people and we drift from certain people and life tends to happen in chapters and I think there are chapters in your life where 
you and one person have more in common and then you might have less in common. But I do think one of the most important things to do is to make an effort with your friends and friendships and stay in contact with the people who mean the most to you. I mean, sometimes with groups of friends that you've grown up with all your life, it can be a case of when you're apart from each other, you don't really talk or speak too much or stay updated. But then when you meet up, it's like nothing ever changed. And I think everyone has those friends in their life. You know, they don't talk to them daily or weekly, but when they meet up, it's like nothing else changed. And I definitely have that. I definitely have a core group of friends that I've literally grown up with my entire life. Of course, there's been other people that have came in and out of my life. There's been some people that I'm not friends with anymore that I thought I would be friends with forever. You know, I think everyone has a friend breakup in their lives with someone and I mean the reasons can be endless it could be someone wasn't as loyal as you thought they were someone wasn't the person you thought they were you end up drifting for whatever reason I think a lot of times some people get a boyfriend or get in a girlfriend or get into a relationship and that can end a friendship and that is sad because you know, the person who's in the relationship getting the boyfriend mightn't see it, but then when they break up, they regret it. And I just think it is very important, besties, if you're getting into a relationship, obviously that's amazing and you want to prioritise your relationship. But I would say there is a fine line of, you know, maintaining friendships when you get into relationships that you need to make an effort to do. Because obviously, especially if it's a new relationship, you want to spend all your time with them but if you spend all your time with them and you neglect the friendships that you work so hard to build when you come out of the relationship like what do you have you know unless like even if the relationship does last forever like you need friends I think friends are so important in life they really are and if any of my friends are listening to this if any of you are being supportive queens I love you I love you I love you I love you And do you know what? A lot of my newer friends in my life, because (laughs) I'm a Taurus, I am a small group of friends kind of gal. Like, I would not be the biggest social butterfly. I don't like the idea of acquaintances for the sake of it. Like, I'm a Taurus. I'm not opening up to you properly (laughs) for a while until I trust you. And then I'm your ride or die. Like, I feel like I'm the type of person I either have or I like to have like less than double digits ride or die friends as opposed to like 20 or 30 people that I am acquaintances with. Like I don't want you in my life if you're not ride or die. (laughs) Is that harsh? Maybe. But I don't know. That's just that's the type of person I am. I know everyone's different. Some people have loads and loads of friends, loads and loads of people that come in and out of their lives all the time. That is just not my vibe. But recently, a lot of the newer people I would class as friends that have came into my life have came into my life via social media. And it is the most beautiful, strange thing. Like, for instance, one girl 
that I met on social media literally like peak pandemic I think it was like June or July she's also a Taurus she knows who she is when she's listening to this and we connected online we became mutuals I followed her she followed me we would literally reply to stories send voice notes like we (laughs) when we met each other in person only a few weeks ago everyone we were around was like wait you've never met before like this is your first time meeting like you're literally but like besties and I'm like that's because we've like nourished (laughs) nourished this relationship or we've built this relationship via social media via Instagram via chatting to each other via voice notes and we just clicked and it's so cool that on social media you can find people that you have so much in common with that you enjoy chatting to that are just on your vibe on your level and you have them as a friend you could potentially have them as a friend for life and a lot of people uh, that have like that I would class as friends now recently have came into my life that way like I've met a good few friends for life on Instagram or via social media which is it's such a weird thing but it's also such an amazing thing because you can find more people that you would have more in common with and that you would have more to talk about and maybe that you can get deeper with I love 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 getting deep with people like talking about more than like surface level bullshit really and and it's great to find those people because I think the most important thing with friends and friendship is that you leave them feeling fulfilled you leave them smiling you leave them being like oh my god we had such great conversations and you know obviously dependent on the day and the mood and the vibe that might not always happen but oh there's nothing better when you spend time with friends and you leave the day or the hour or the two hours or whatever just feeling fulfilled and light and oh there's honestly nothing better and I think there's also nothing better than feeling like a friend is prioritizing you in whatever way if you're going through something if you've had a breakup if you're not feeling well and they pick up on that and it's just little things that people do to show you that they care that really that's what friendship is friendship isn't you know who've it's this is so cliche but in my opinion friendship isn't who you've you know known the longest who you have these ties to or whatever it's literally who is there for you most in your life and who who reciprocates what you bring to the table you know if you bring a certain level of energy to the table or if you bring a certain level of loyalty when that's reciprocated and when you feel like you mean something to that person that is a friendship for me it doesn't matter if I've known you 10 days or 100 days or 10 years if you bring the same level of loyalty that I because I'm a Taurus loyalty is everything to me if you bring that to the table with me you are like my ride or die friend but in the same breath if for any reason that I feel like there's loyalty broken or anything like that like it's just hard for me to keep that person as close as they once were um and that is all I will say on that but 
today's episode is definitely more of a Q&A style so I've had a good few people write in questions both on my personal Instagram so my personal Instagram is literally just at Rebecca Short and my podcast Instagram is lovethatformepodcast someone had the at love that for me podcast but they don't post and it's so so sad because all I want is that dot to be removed but anyway we move okay so the first question is how to approach people and form connections I feel so awkward and boring I hate that free like you're not awkward and boring you are not boring no one is boring everyone is interesting to someone and you just need to find like I was saying people with similar interests similar like people that you can talk to your interests and hobbies and get deep with you know and I don't think you should go into anything feeling like you're awkward and boring because Everyone picks up on energy and if you're talking shit to yourself when you're meeting a new group of people, it'll just, you'll psych yourself out. So I think the best way to approach people and form connections is, I think social media is a great way now because I think you can judge a lot by someone's social media presence. Well, maybe not. Maybe that's just me. Maybe because I post on social media that way. But I do think, you know, TikTok, Instagram, if you find someone on TikTok that or Instagram that you really relate to, you know, and you become mutuals or whatever like that, I think that is a great way to find friendships. Or this is going to sound really cliche, but joining something. So whether that's a women's circle, I know they're becoming really popular now, whether that's a workout class, whether that is a clay workshop. (laughs) I don't know how I thought of a clay workshop, but like something that relates to something that you're interested in, because naturally the people that you meet at those classes or at those events or at those things will also be interested in what you're interested in. And then it's easy to spark up conversation because you can just talk about whatever you're doing and then, you know, you'll see them more often and then you can become friends with them. But I think the main thing here isn't approaching people. The main thing here is your attitude to approaching people, because if you're approaching people being like, they're not going to like me because I'm awkward and boring, then chances are they probably won't and it's not because you're awkward and boring but it's because that's the energy you're bringing you're approaching these people thinking that they're not going to like you and not even that you're putting them on a pedestal putting people on pedestals is the worst thing we can do as human beings because when you put someone on a pedestal you're basically saying they are better than me for whatever reason they are more well known than me they are smarter than me they are prettier than me whatever you're doing to put that person on a pedestal stop because when you put someone on a pedestal in your eyes they're higher than you 
and we should all be level like I don't like I literally don't care who you are I don't care if you're a celebrity an influencer if you've 10 million followers if you have an amazing job if you live in an amazing place if you have if you're a millionaire like you are not on a pedestal in my eyes and I think everyone should look at life that way because the second you make someone better than you in your eyes then there's also someone lower down in you than you in your eyes and we should never view other people like that or the world like that so I think the problem is you're putting other people who you deem as more interesting than you above you and you're creating this weird hierarchy in your mind of people that you deserve to be friends with or that you don't deserve to be friends with and that to me is just weird not that you're weird but it's a weird behavior to because when you put someone on a pedestal then they can treat you badly and you can justify it because you think they're better and we should never do that besties so what I am going to say to this question is I want you to work on your self basically I want you to say okay no I'm not awkward no I'm not boring I'm not boring and other people are not better than me and when you go into new friendships know that you're bringing loyalty and love and care to the table and that is worth so much more than anything else anything okay next question is ooh what type of friends to cut off in your 20s this is interesting and I think I think the word cut off is so dramatic right it's like I'm cutting you off it's like one day we're talking like we're besties and the next day it's like you're cut off I you don't deserve me because I'm cutting you off my 20s right but cutting off a friend usually doesn't work like that usually there is a fizzling out period of maybe you go from talking every day to talking every week to talking every week to talking every month and then next thing you know you haven't talked in six months and it's not like if you see them you have to like walk straight past them and ignore them unless like something happened and you're just you've no more interest but if nothing happens like if there's no no significant thing that happens between the two of you I think cutting off a friend or I guess like finishing a friendship doesn't have to be this like big dramatic thing I think people know where they stand or people know you know if I don't know it's hard because like you want to be honest with someone but I don't think you need to send like a message being like hi you are not the friend I thought you were so therefore I'm not your friend anymore (laughs) like I feel like that's how we think it is when we're younger about like losing friends and like not being friends with someone anymore but I think in general if you meet a friend and you leave them feeling drained and you leave them feeling like you're questioning yourself or you leave them feeling insecure and 
the friendship is making you feel that way. You know, there's nothing going on with you. It's not a you problem. That it's just this person is draining your energy. You, you know, maybe they're more toxic. Maybe you have different beliefs that makes it hard to be friends. Maybe they're, you know, a person that is maybe quite judgmental and gossips a bit more and that doesn't really make you feel good, then you can just, I feel like you know. I feel like if you look at all your friends and you're like, okay, which one should I cut off? (laughs) I feel like this is the Hunger Games. Um, No, but I think the types of friends to cut out in your 20s is friends that don't make you feel like you're their friend. You know, the types of friends that maybe are only interested in being your friend when no one else is available, the type of friend that doesn't check in on you, the type of friend that you leave them feeling absolutely drained. They're the types of friends you shouldn't, you should never stay friends with someone out of like, ugh, it's just easier to keep meeting up with them. Like if you're not feeling appreciated, then I think there's no issue in not being friends with someone anymore but also in the same breath I'm gonna say this right say if in the last year or so you've gone through like a spiritual awakening or (laughs) something like that and you don't like gossiping anymore and you don't like you know talking shit about people anymore but like you and your friend always used to do that but you've stopped doing it in the last like three months you can't judge someone for doing something that you only stopped doing three months ago you know I think everyone deserves love and compassion and empathy so you know say if you have discovered through I don't know meditation or spirituality or just through your own self-development that like gossiping and talking shit about people isn't really your vibe anymore and other people still do it instead of like getting up on your pedestal and being all judgmental and being like I'm not being friends with this person because all she does is gossip and talk shit literally when you're with them you can bring it up like if you're really good friends be like listen I don't really enjoy gossiping like I really think it's a low vibration activity and then they might be like "Ooh, what's it like what does that mean like tell me more and like instead of judging someone for the way they are and the way that you were three months ago try to have deeper more meaningful conversations and you can literally do that by like asking more meaningful questions you know just be like are you happy right now like a genuine are you happy right now question or what's your goal for the next three months or what are you really proud of at the moment or if money wasn't an object what would you be doing right now you know or tell me a random fact like there's so many deeper non-surface level questions that you can ask like you can literally just google them and next time you're sitting with a friend chatting ask something like that when you know say if they started gossiping or if the conversation was kind of going a place you didn't want it to go I would kind of do that as opposed to you know judging someone for something that you also did a few months ago anyway I kind of got off topic there but I think I think deep down you know what people 
you are really good friends with and what people like you're like oh I don't really have an interest in being friends with them anymore and that's fine like it's your life you can choose who you're friends with and who you're not friends with and you shouldn't stay friends with someone out of convenience or out of like keeping the peace if that makes sense okay next question so someone said I literally I have literally zero friends in my 20s people fuck me over and I jump ship constantly (sighs) I'm sorry that sucks um I think the best thing here to do if you're saying that people fuck you over constantly and you jump ship constantly that like say you have a friend group and then someone fucks you over so then you find a new one you find a new one my advice would be to become comfortable with spending time on your own and become your own best friend for a while because I think if you're constantly you know searching for new friends and searching for people to validate you in whatever way possible and then when someone doesn't act the way that you think they should that you find new friends I think it can become a bit of a vicious cycle and that could be stemming from you know your your feeling of constant need to jump ship and find new friends could be stemming from not enjoying your own time alone and being afraid to be alone and I know everyone goes through this everyone goes through you know a fear of not being alone and constantly wanting to be surrounded by people but I really do think that to form a friendship group or even form singular friendships that are really meaningful in your life you really really need to learn to be your own best friend first and learn to fill up your own cup and learn to do things by yourself and when you do that then I think the friends that you deserve in your life and the friends that deserve you will come in naturally like I don't think it's a case of waking up one week and being like okay this week I'm going to find my friends for life and I'm going to stick with them forever and that is going to be it because life isn't like that and relationships aren't like that and relationships are work and sometimes you can feel like you got messed around by someone but it could be a massive miscommunication Um, you know I feel like as people sometimes we don't communicate when someone hurt us and we don't tell someone how they made us feel in a moment and that actually probably isn't the best thing to do and I'm sitting here thinking of a few situations that I'm like I should have said something because it plays on my mind and I think everyone's like that you know I think no matter what the other person's intentions was I think there's always a time where someone does something or maybe someone doesn't do something and it hurts us but we never communicate it and I think that's something we should probably always learn how to do better and maybe by you spending more time by yourself the next time you form a friendship and someone fucks you over um depending on how severe it is obviously 
instead of just constantly jumping ship, maybe it might be an idea to communicate with that person what they did and how it made you feel in a non-confrontational way. Just in a way of like saying that it because I really appreciate our friendship. I really appreciate you as a person. And, you know, think of friendships as relationships because I think, you know, as we get into relationships and when your partner does something wrong or something to upset you, you say it to them most of the time. Like most of the time, if your partner does something wrong, your partner does something to hurt you, you know, you'll communicate it, you'll set a boundary, you'll move forward, you might be pissed off at them for a day or two, but you do communicate it. But I think sometimes in friendships, we don't or we mightn't. And I don't think that's good because I think for the ultimate friendship, you have to be able to talk to people about things that they might have said or did that hurt you. And most of the time it's not intentional, but it's just about kind of setting boundaries. So yeah, I would say learn to be your own best friend, bestie. And to do that, just spend more time alone. And instead of hanging out with people for the sake of hanging out with them and constantly jumping ship, just do things that make you happy. And I know that's easier said than done. But once you start doing it, it becomes addictive. And then you only want to hang out with people who actually love you, you know, and you only want to hang out with people who actually make you happy. And it's amazing. Next question. Someone said how to navigate evolving and becoming your true self, but not wanting to lose the friendships. Now, I think I kind of already answered this a little bit when I was talking about, you know, say if you are evolving. Evolving is a great word. (laughs) I was like saying having a spiritual awakening, but I think this word evolving is definitely, definitely, definitely better. Um, (laughs) I think when you're evolving and maybe your friends aren't evolving the same way as you are but you really love them but you mightn't be the person that you were last year or five years ago you know I think we're all constantly evolving and I think the best friendships in life evolve with you and some people mightn't want to be the same person that you're growing into you know and I think there's a lot of humility in that And I think you shouldn't expect people to evolve the same way that you are. And that might be a sad realization because maybe you're like, oh, but, you know, I'd love if they were all more like me. And I'd love if we all could talk about the same things and have the same interests and, you know, evolve together. But that's not really how life goes. So I think the people that are meant to evolve with you and the friendships that are meant to evolve with you will and the ones that aren't won't and you might be able to accept that and you might be able to maintain a friendship with the person depending on whichever way you have evolved I feel like we're talking about Pokemon um but sometimes friendships just won't be the same and that is a sad realization that you have during your 20s and I think especially from age 25 upwards 
I think 27 is a big one. I'm 27 at the moment. And obviously in astrology, age 27 is where you have your solar return. And it can be very transformative for all relationships in your life. And I think when you come to terms with the fact that friendships are ever evolving and ever growing and people are going to come in and people are going to come out and once you make peace with that and you don't take it personally and you don't let your ego get bruised or you don't let yourself be defined by which friends that you lose or which friends don't kind of mesh well like you just at the end of the day I think in friendships you have to come to the friendship as who you are and the other person does too and if that friendship works amazing and if that friendship isn't sticking no matter you know what you do or you just I think you always just know with a friendship I think you always know which friendships are more surface level which friendships are going to be lifelong friendships and even the ones you think are going to be lifelong friendships sometimes they're not and sometimes people act in a way that you wouldn't act towards them and that can be hard to accept but I think everyone has different values right and everyone evolves differently and sometimes when your values don't align with other people's values it can be hard to have an unconditional friendship but I think the best friendships are the ones where people are different and people do bring different things to the table I feel like I'm contradicting myself a lot I'm saying like one thing and then I'm saying the other but I think you know you shouldn't be afraid of losing friendships is what I'm really trying to say And obviously I think relationships are work and you should bring love to the table and you should bring empathy to the table and you should be a good friend before you expect anyone else to be a good friend to you. You should be the best friend that you can be. But ultimately, if you lose a friendship, you shouldn't let that define you. Um, And you shouldn't, you know... You shouldn't hang on to something that isn't there. And it's sad, but I think friendships are ever evolving as our people, as our relationships. And when something ends, it can be hard and it can be sad, but that's life, isn't it? You know, we evolve into different people so we can meet people who we probably wouldn't have met five years ago. And we can make new friends and we can make meet new people and that's amazing. But I think the main thing is once all of your friendships aren't surface level and aren't out of convenience and aren't because, you know, you see them every day or whatever. I think when you develop more meaningful friendships, they will mean more more to you and they will mean hopefully mean more to the other person. And I think once you're respected for evolving as well like once you feel like you're not being judged for evolving in whatever way you have but in the same breath once you're not expecting the people 
that you were once a lot like to evolve in the same way you do. I think that's the main thing with evolving. Because as I said before, if you are judging someone for something that you did three months ago as well, then you just kind of need to take a step back and be like, just because I have evolved doesn't mean that's their timeline. You know, I feel like that was a lot of brain brain no I feel like what I did there is I literally just talked as my brain was coming out with words but I hope that made sense to your question okay this is the last question and it is a long one so it says hello just a message for your podcast about friends in your 20s I'm in my mid to late 20s and luckily have some amazing best friends in my life My only problem is none of my friends are friends with each other and they are all in relationships. I'm single slash dating. So I find myself not really having anyone to go out with most weekends and kind of dread all the big Christmas nights out, Christmas nights out waiting to see if anyone will be around because I don't have a typical group of girls if you get me. Just wondering if anyone else is in the same boat and what they do. I feel like no one talks about this. I love your content. By the way, please keep this anonymous. First things first, no matter what anyone messages me, like (laughs) it's staying anonymous, like I'm a Taurus, like it's going to my grave, don't worry. Um, This is really interesting because my advice I was about to give earlier was, I think as you grow up, it's less about a big massive group of friends and more about having singular friends that aren't in the same group because I think although a lot of my friends are friends from the same friend group from when I was young so this is slightly hypocritical but I think the whole idea of a girl's friend group can become toxic because it's like do I stay friends with the this person just because they're in the group like am I only friends with these people because they're in the group or because I'm actually friends with them because naturally you know in life you're closer to some people more than others and then there's the whole group thing and you know I think it's kind of like a thing of like the grass is always greener if you have loads of friends but you don't have a friend group you're like oh I'd love a friend group but then sometimes if you have a friend group you're kind of like I love more singular friends (laughs) because sometimes people can feel a pressure in a girl group and feel like they're only friends with the people in the group because they're the people in the group but they wouldn't be friends with them outside the group singularly which can be hard but my I guess advice to you would be to make plans say you have all these singular friends and yes as you said they're all in relationships but that doesn't mean that they might that they shouldn't hang out with you so what my advice would be is make plans for over Christmas you know reach out to your friends that you do have and make a plan or sometimes it can be really nice to bring separate friends together um, like you could organize a dinner with some of your friends and bring them all together and it might be amazing or it mightn't work but at least you'll know then and you could form a group out of because it, if they're all friends with you then they'll 
all have something in common. And even if the only common denominator is you, it's something. And if they get along with you, they probably will get along with each other. So what you could do is you could organize like a lunch with all of your singular friends, but in a group setting and everyone and just make it a lunch. So it's not like a high pressure event or environment, a lunch or a brunch or a dinner but not like a big night out because I think a big night out, you know, there's the getting ready, there's the pre-drinking, there's all that. But I think if you organize like a breakfast or a lunch, something with a time limit and bring everyone together and see how everyone meshes and see how everyone meshes. Just I think that could be a fun idea. But also I do think making plans with people like Don't wait for people to reach out to you. If all these people are in relationships, they might be prioritizing their relationship, but they, at the end of the day, they should still prioritize you and your friendship. So I think just making plans for yourself over Christmas with each singular friend. Yeah, I think making plans over Christmas with each singular friend would be a good idea. I don't think you necessarily need... A big girl group for a night out. Like is it fun? Yes. Do me and my group of friends since we were very younger do this thing every year called Gals Day? Yes. Is it one of my favourite days of the year? Absolutely. Is like friendship groups can be amazing and they can be beautiful and it can be such, is filled with such love but also it doesn't have to be your reality and I think the main thing is that you organise things so that you do have things to look forward to and that you do have friends to hang around with over Christmas, you know. Plan to go to town shopping with one of your friends, plan to go out for dinners, plan to do things, plan to go for breakfast. I think the main thing us as people have problems with is we make these ideas in our head right we make these plans being like oh yeah over Christmas I'm going to do this with this person and this with that person but we wait for them to plan it and then it doesn't happen and then we become slightly resentful towards them because they're like they didn't want to plan anything with me over Christmas but it's also like you didn't plan anything with them and as my dad says 90% He actually says more than 90. We think it's 99, to be honest. 99% of the world's problems are caused by lack of communication, lack of communicating your needs. So what I would do if I was in your situation is I would reach out to all of my singular friends and be like, hey, let's plan something for over Christmas, like a solid plan not a we should do this or we should like an actual plan so then say if you have four or five friends that you've like because you have said you've amazing best friends in your life but your friends aren't friends with each other so I think reach out to all your amazing best friends singly and be like hey we should make a plan to do something over Christmas plan something with them but I do also think something beautiful might happen or it might not just don't have really high expectations but I do think if you organize a Christmas breakfast or brunch or lunch or dinner 
maybe in your house, maybe out at a restaurant and just be like, hey, I want to do a Christmas celebration. I'm inviting a few of my friends. You want to come? Like when I was in Dubai, I went to a brunch with a group of girls. So I met one girl and she was like, me and a few friends are having a brunch or we're going to a brunch next week. Do you want to come? And I was like, oh, amazing. She was asking me, did I have many friends in Dubai or whatever? And I was saying like any friends I did have were gone home for the summer. So she invited me. And when I got there, before I went, I was like, oh, I'm going to be like infiltrating a girl group. Like I'm going to be the only one who doesn't know anyone. Like this is so awkward. But what it was, was so one of the girls knew one of the girls. So like no one at the table really knew each other. They all had a mutual friend, but then they all actually brought a friend. So I was that girl's plus one. One of the other girls brought another friend. And it was so cool because like no one really knew each other. Maybe like one or two, you know, one girl had gone to school with another girl and then she had brought another friend and then the other friend knew someone through something else. And it was so cool because the conversation was amazing because everyone was getting to know each other and talking about what they did and talking about, you know, stuff that you wouldn't talk about with friends that you've been friends with for ages because you already know their life and their information and what they do as a job and all this kind of stuff. But it was actually so much fun. So even if that could actually be a really fun idea, if you ask all your five singular friends to like a Christmas brunch or lunch or whatever and then you get them to bring a friend it's such a fun dynamic and I was even at an event recently as well it was more like a close-knit event it was oh it was amazing and like everyone knew someone but they didn't know everyone but then at the end of the day everyone ended up sitting around a table and like it was amazing. It was so much fun. So that's what I think you should do. I think that's really a good idea. I'd love to do that. <laughs> it would be so fun. So yeah, that's what I think you should do. You know, obviously, I think society glamorizes the idea of having a girl group and having a group of friends to do things with all the time. But like coming from a person who has a girl group, like the gals day that we have at Christmas is the only time that we actually hang out in that girl group because everyone's off doing their own thing. Some people aren't even in Ireland. They're only home for Christmas. Some people don't live in Kerry. But we make sure that we try as best as we can every single year to meet for this one day. So even if you think everyone who has a girl, big girl group of friends that they always have people to go out with, they don't. (laughs) They really don't. Um, I think it's more glamorized in society. So yeah, that would be my advice to you. And I really enjoyed this episode. I feel like I was chatting with friends, even though no one was talking back to me. But it was really, really fun. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, If you have any questions or any follow-ups to anyone's questions, please don't hesitate to message me at the love that for me dot podcast Instagram or on my personal Instagram, whichever one suits you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I would adore a five-star review. And I will be back next week. Oh, also, I am so sorry that this episode is late, by the way. I had a family wedding last week 
and I had a nightmare with a dress my dress didn't arrive and I had no outfit and I had no shoes and I was literally nearly going to the wedding naked but thankfully I got something so there was a massive delay with the episode and my wi-fi and everything but I'm getting fiber power broadband tomorrow so that is so exciting and I should be back every single Thursday from here on in. Goodbye besties.